Hi, I'm Natasha Tassini from Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and you are listening to Horror Homeschool. What are we called? Horror homeschool? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) This episode's going to be carnage. (laughs) Hello, and welcome back to a crazy episode of Horror Homeschool. I am Ash. And I'm Chris. And happy 50th, Ash. This is our 50th episode. 50th? I was about to say, boy, if you think I'm 50 years old, I'm about to come over there and punch you. (laughs) (laughs) No, this I is totally forgot. Our, this is our 50th episode, and just a couple of days off our two-year anniversary as well. So, woo, go us! I know, almost responsible, <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. Uh, yeah, so um, today we're gonna go into it because both of us are pretty giggly right now. Oh uh, yeah, uh, there's no, we there's about no today? influence. No outside intoxication influence at all. Absolutely um, not. We're 100% no... completely sober. We're sober. We're happy boys. We oh, yeah. Don't sit in the dark and cry. And we do not yeah. paint our sorrows. That's, that's we're, not giving, we're not giving anyone a peek behind the curtain on this 50th episode. We're going to be incredibly professional and talk about a brand new movie. That just came out, and we're going to cover it like professional critics that we are. We're going to talk about, dissect it in a uh, professional and um, informative and educational <clears throat> way. Um, <laughs> this is the episode about Insidious, the Red Door, which came out July 2023. Um, this is the which final we're still in, by the way, guys. Insidious. Yeah. You think it's the um, final Insidious movie? I don't think it's the final Insidious movie. I hope so. <laughs> okay, I'll get into it. But Insidious 6, right? This is the sixth one. And then um, the sequel. Technically the sequel to... Oh, did you say it's five? Yeah, yes. it is. It's Insidious 5. Yeah, okay. You said six. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> this is a train wreck already. <laughs> I'm so sorry to everyone listening. Um... Yeah, so we last episode we talked about Insidious 4, which was the last key. But this is Insidious 5, but it's actually a sequel to number two. So technically, technically this is Insidious 3, because we're following the Lamberts. Okay, so um, if we follow the Lamberts, they could still have another Insidious because of, because they could. They could. <laughs> but they've closed the red door, Ash. They've closed the red door, so it's but... technically... That kid could paint it back open. 
<laughs> just give that kid some charcoal. He can just paint that shit right back open. Um, so this is written by Lee Winnell. Oh, boy. What up, boy? Um, and directed by Patrick Daddy Wilson, oh, making Patrick his directorial debut. Oh. <laughs> it's his first ever movie he's directed. Um, yeah. I was wondering so, if it was his first movie. I didn't know if it was a director directorial debut. Those are hard words to say. Directorial but... debut. <laughs> rural. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Can you say the word rural? 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 Rural. 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 You know this is being recorded for everyone to listen oh. to. <laughs> you can cut that. Forget. So the synopsis is as follows. The Lamberts must go deeper into the further than ever before to put their demons to rest once and for all. I mean, what a synopsis. <laughs> what a synopsis. And you know what? I actually just pulled up the trivia for it. So there's a little bit we could go oh, over. Oh, yeah, I've got trivia, but... I mean, but there's I'm sure literally you already... like one thing. Oh, the... uh, but before actually, before we get into the movie, we actually have some one news to talk about. One... So play the non-existent jingle. We'll make one up on the spot for us, Ash. Dun, 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 dun. One news. <laughs> okay, so uh, last episode, we talked about how we're getting a spin-off in the Conjuring universe. Uh, it's now been announced we're getting an Insidious franchise spin-off as well. Ah, uh, so this okay. is going to be called Thread, an Insidious Tale. Um, and it's going to be starring Emmy nominees, uh, none other than the Mandy Moore, obviously the <sighs> 90s pop star who sung The Amazing Candy, amongst other smash hits. Um, um, first of all, she was in uh, Princess I Diaries. to remember. No. No, well, yes, she was, but no, a walk to remember. Did you ever watch yeah, that movie? And no, but one of our absolute favorites, Saved. Yes, one hundred percent. Saved, so good. Fucking so great. Love saved. We should do an episode do, on the Patreon for that. Should we just stop doing this on the Red Door and just do a Saved episode? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's, do, Let's just switch it up for our fifth. Earth and just give everyone a, a red Joke's door like, shape. We're finger. talking about Talk save about today. Save. <laughs> we, we should definitely do that for the Patreon. Um, so, and the other person in this is called Kumali Najaji. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I just butchered that to shit. <laughs> uh, so, he was in uh, the Marvel movie Eternals, and he was a really funny character in that called Kingo. I really like him actually. Um, um... Eternal I like was that the one with all those people that were like all over the they were like gods or like caretakers yeah. of the earth, right? Yeah. Did and you that's watch the one it? That, that's the one where we were shocked because there was like a sex scene in that movie where we were just like, oh, yes. that's weird. There was, okay, yeah. But it I wasn't just like about. it wasn't like a suggestive like PG thirteen sex scene. It was yeah. like penetrative. Penetrative. Penetri- <laughs> I can't say the word. <laughs> It yeah, like no, I, okay, so I know I know who, who you're talking about. I like him. I really like that actor. I think he's he's a good actor. You know they you know they cut that in China. Like I don't know if they banned it or like cut the scene completely, but it wasn't allowed because it was too penetrative. <laughs> um but yeah, I like that movie. I seem to be in the minority. Everyone like hated it, but I, I thought, thought it was really good. Sick. 
I really enjoyed I it, was, it. Yeah, I liked it. I thought I didn't really understand a lot of it because I hadn't caught up on everything. But overall, I was like, oh, that's not bad. No, no, it's not because you didn't catch up on anything. It's because it's generally confusing movie. Like there was literally nothing in that was that was to do with any of the Marvel universe. It was very oh, standalone. Okay, well then never mind. Um, yeah. But that's it. why I liked it because it was standalone and it was like super like fantasy and stuff and I liked it. Um, but yeah, that's that's the two actors that are in in this uh, Insidious spin-off. Um, and James Wan, um, who directed the first two Insidious movies, is on board to produce that movie. Um, so that's sick. And Jeremy Slater will write and direct it. And he is best known for writing the Umbrella Academy uh, TV series. I know you don't like that. You didn't like it, but I like. I like. Uh, It was just. It was just a third series. I didn't like. I like the others. Uh, But I loved Moon Knight. That was really, really good. Um. So all we know about this movie so far is uh, that it will follow husband and wife, um, and they will enlist the help of a spell to travel back in time. Uh, so that they can prevent the death of their younger daughter and the consequences prove to be severe. Hmm. Um, and no release date has been announced yet, but I'll check it out. That seems cool. Um, so, yeah, that is, um, that's the one news. Let's get stuck into the very minimal trivia for the Red Door then. Um, so the only bit that I noted that was like worth talking about was um, the college featured in the movie is named after Jane Pierce. Have you heard of this figure from history, Mm-mm. Jane Pierce? So she uh, was, was one of the former one of the former first ladies. So she was the wife of 14th president Franklin Pierce. Uh, she was the first lady of the United States from 1853 to 1857 and um she was quite notorious for like being quite reclusive. She hated public life and society. And she was actually Sounds an occultist like kind of who'd like, she'd hold seances, uh, seances, how do you say that word? I can't pronounce seance. shit right now, I'm on my third great Greek beer. <laughs> seances. <laughs> uh, she'd hold seances in the White House to communicate with her dead son. Oh, she made so. that White House haunted as Black. fuck. And I hope <laughs> that it totally haunted certain people. That were in the White House recently and right now, so you know. Oh damn! I hope that they like. But yeah. Got pushed down the stairs. That, she fucked up that White House as I'm saying. So She's so like. Credit to her. <laughs> what up, demons? It's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just open this gateway for your. Let's get this pit hmm. open. <laughs> Can you imagine like a demon mosh pit? That would be sick. <laughs> Just like all the seance and just get them all to make a mosh pit. Go to, go to a, a metal show and be like, okay, all, now yeah. only the demons in the middle. <laughs> and all the people have to stand by. Let's open this shit up. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, <clears throat> so the only other like little bit is uh, the band Ghost. Um. <sighs> Came out with a song called Stay With Me. Did you hate it? I fucking loved it, man. You got me too. Holy shit. Come on. My heart went down into my butt when you were like, (laughs) I thought you were going to say you hated it. No. I mean, first of all, Ghost are sick, obviously. Uh, But 
I mean, that cover is like so sexy. And then for Patrick Wilson to like croon on it as well. I mean, dude, he straight shit. up was like, hey, what up, guys? Can I sing on this song? And they were like, yeah, bro. And Tobias put him on the song and had him sing. And it was amazing. <sighs> I love it. That's probably one of my favorite. That's one of my highlights of the year that in general. It's, it's pretty hot. That song. That's the best thing to come out of this movie. Like, um, I've listened to it a couple times and it's it's a nice, beautiful song. It makes, that, you, it makes you feel <laughs> things, doesn't it? It makes you feel things. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> I just snorted. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, so, so I got one goof, um, which really? only bugs people like me. Um, so the, the angle of the selfie that Dalton and Chris... Um, take um is basically the the photo that they show later on when they're like oh you know i was at the i was at the frat party and he showed he sends the picture to his dad and the photo that he sends is actually the shot that was like used in the movie like you know from from them taking the selfie from that angle rather than the actual picture they take on the phone yeah Um, i caught that too and it's just one of them things it was just i was like that's weird kind of stands out to me that's funny that that stood out to me too interesting um but yeah that's that's the autism showing um (laughs) so let's talk let's get stuck in our relationship with this movie and our initial thoughts um you go first i went to the movie theater by myself last weekend and yes i know i didn't mind going to the movie by myself but I was already really tired, and mm. if I would have known that it was, like, slow and very quiet, I probably wouldn't have gotten, gone to see it in the theaters, because, boy, hot doggy, I had a hard time staying awake. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> However, like, I enjoyed the movie. I just feel like if I if I was in a different environment, it would have been a little bit better for me. Um, Because, like, you know me, whenever I'm watching movies at home, I can be writing my notes or texting or doing something while I pay attention because that's how I pay attention. And this was really hard for me because I couldn't do that. By not paying attention. You pay attention by not paying attention. Yeah, I used to, like, even (laughs) at my recent job um, that I quit last year, like, I used to get in so much trouble because during the meetings that they'd have, I'd be, like, writing notes and then drawing and... <clears throat> Excuse me. My manager would pull me aside and she's like, I really need you to start paying attention in in um the meetings and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, I am. This is how I attain information. And nobody ever believes me. So anyways, mm. um, so yeah, I, I liked it, but I don't feel like it was movie theater worthy. Mm. My relationship with it. I mean, big and serious fan. And I was really stoked when they announced that it was going to be a sequel. You know, the anticipation was pretty real. And I had high hopes after seeing the trailer. I was like, this is going to be sick. Um, but I was really disappointed, man. Like, I, I just mean, thought it wasn't I... good. I found it just really pointless <laughs> and boring. And I was, like, super disappointed. That's my initial thoughts. Um I honestly... Where do you want to go? Do you want to talk about good stuff or bad I mean, stuff first? I... I guess we could talk. I guess there's. I don't really know if there's like a ton of good stuff. So there's not. 
I <laughs> I struggle to find anything good. I've I like the good art stuff, aspect like... of it. Oh, you like the arty stuff? Okay. Yeah, I really like. Yeah, the that was interesting. Stuff. Um, I liked that. You know, I thought that the acting was decent. Really? Um, decent. I thought it was awful. There were like, some bad parts, but I thought it was bad. Like. And I don't, you know me, I don't mind bad acting. In fact, I quite like it in some contexts, but it really stood out to me. I thought the acting was bad in this. Yeah. Like, even from even Patrick, Patrick Wilson as well, I was like, oh, what's happened to him? Like, Well, I that's what understand. I have in my notes. Yeah, like, just <clears throat> from the beginning, I was like, it's sad to see them divorced, him in a bad state, you know what I mean? Like, being an asshole mm-hmm. father... Like, yeah, was, he really like, was an not, asshole. Like, I was what not expecting to his character? any of that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. Because, I mean, I get it. He had his mind kind of wiped and stuff. But he wasn't, like, a, a total asshole. He was a really caring father. Like, right, you know, so, all like, of a sudden, in this, he's just, like, this completely different character. And I, I just didn't understand it. However, I did say, like... And then like, the acting um, threw me. Yeah. I, I wrote just, like... I can understand why he was in that state and like childhood trauma and generational child abuse was like very uh, prominent in, in the movie. But like, um, he just, it was just, it was just out of left field. Is that the, is that the way you say that term? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Like, and I'm, I'm glad you're, you picked up on that too, because it really did like take like, me it off broke guard. my heart because that, yeah, they were divorced, and I was like, "No, wait yeah. a second, what?" And then, the, and there was and no was, explanation, really. Like, yeah, and then it, she's like, "Oh, do you want to take him to school?" And he's like, "Nah." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's this really awkward scene where it, like shows the text and stuff, and I'm just oh, like, yeah, "Why I are we like watching that. this? That, that like, took it me was out. for so long." Like that was one of the the bad points I had as well in this. Like, the pacing was so slow and boring. Like, there was so much stuff that needed to be trimmed from it. Like, the movie didn't get going until, like, after the first, like, hour. Even then, maybe, like, an hour and a half. And I was still like, is anything going to happen? Like, what's the story here? Like, what's the hook? Like, and there was no, like, like, it was, like, half an hour in. And I was just like, where... Where's all the scares? Where's the creepiness and the suspense? Like, where's the atmosphere? There was just nothing. Like, there was, and where's the intrigue? You know, I was waiting for like some kind of hook and something interesting, and there, there was literally like nothing interesting happening for the first hour of the movie. Didn't hook me at all. Like, the first Insidious movies were like amazing, like and actually creepy, mm-hmm. but this movie I th- was not scary, and it just didn't have any suspense at all. I kind of felt like it was a cash in, you know, just <laughs> it wasn't well thought out and like wasn't well directed. It needed yeah. like a good amount trimming off it. There needed to be amounts uh, trimmed off, but there was also things that needed to be added in that I felt like were. Yeah. Very like, um, what's the term? Just it was very rough cut because like, OK, so there's, you know, yeah. they go to that frat house. And then, then all of a sudden, like, they kind of just mentioned, oh, some incident with a kid. Okay, cool. And then he's upstairs, and then he just sees this guy that just, of course, me, hating throw-up scenes. Had to close my eyes oh, throughout the entire scene. Don't 
that that was like the worst. That was one of the worst fucking things I've ever seen in my life. I hated that. Yeah, you know, I we, closed my we eyes talked about it for a scene. I absolutely fucking hated that. It was awful, and not in like a scary way. It grossed me out, and I just didn't want to watch it. Like, and not in like a good way. Do you know what I mean? Right. I was just like, yeah. this is horrible. No, I like, don't. Yeah. It's. It was just. No, it was awful. Maybe I was just trying to be too positive about it, like, because I spent money on it, and I was like, oh, maybe <laughs> I did like it. But honestly, I mean, I'm talking about it out loud, and I'm rereading my notes, and I was like, I actually didn't like this movie. <laughs> no, it wasn't good, man, at all. Like, like... So there was that choppiness, and then it was the really weird, like, dynamic between the what was her name chris and yeah. dalton and i was like i don't understand this and then <laughs> he's kept trying to go back into that house and i was just like i don't rose i don't know what's happening right now <laughs> <laughs> and so then messy. he gets there and all of a sudden like josh is there and i was like how where did he come from yeah and i was like i don't understand this and it just kind of was just all choppy so yeah, yeah, I guess I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, it was like not, not nothing, invented. nothing like was explained that needed to be explained, but there was a ton right. of stuff in there that needed to be cut out because it wasn't necessary. That's just that was just the movie top to bottom. Um, so it let's talk scary about scary at all. No, it wasn't scary. Um, let's let's talk about Dalton. So, Dalton as the moody, fucked up teen. Little emo um, boy. I've put. I put it's realistic because I mean he he should he should actually be like way more fucked up than that considering what he went through as a kid. Yeah. Like and of course he's an artist because he's a he's a tortured sad boy. So he he's no tortured sad boys over here, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And and obviously he loved drawing in the first movie, so that's a a not so subtle not so subtle plot device to get him drawing more of those creepy things again. Um. And then what are the chances that he'd go to art school that would do like a hypnosis class? Like <laughs> they really should have checked on what kind of class that he was well, taking. Not right? only that, but I also feel like in the beginning, whenever you see Carl again, um, <laughs> I'm like, Carl, are you an idiot? You're the one that hypnotized him and you know, you know that you cannot be around them. You know, <laughs> Stupid. That, yeah, that was a ridiculous cameo. Um, but yeah, I mean, what, what else to say about Dalton, really? I mean, mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of cool that they had both the brothers, both the same kids. Yeah, I that was nice. I've got a note. I've got a note here in the highlights. I loved that they got all the original cast back. Yeah, I thought um, that was adorable. Apart from the baby, they didn't get a baby. They had to recast the baby. Um, but you know, it was so funny because when I saw them at the funeral, I was like. Who's that little girl? I could not remember. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, she was a baby. <laughs> I would love that if that was the actual baby. That'd be brilliant. I would give it top marks for that. <laughs> but, yeah, the fact they even got the the, the, the younger brother back as well. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Um, I've got a note here, actually, about the brother. Like, when Dalton's talking to him on the phone, and he's like, he, he calls him little brother. He's like, oh, t- tell me, little brother. I was like, what? fucking the hated fuck? that, like, dude. Some of the that's dialogue. As bad as, I... like, that's as bad as grandmother in Halloween 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, brother. Do not say that. I will rage. 
so angry still about that. It's just, yeah, the dialogue in this, man. It, it was like, fuck me. Like, there was some bad, like, right, let's talk about lamest lines, then. That's a good segue. You know segue. what, honestly, I didn't even write down a, a lamest line. I, I don't remember. I could not stop writing them down. So <laughs> tell me, me, tell me, me what you got, them. and okay, I will, so... they'll, they'll hit my, me- my memory. So Chris had quite a lot of lamest lines because she was the comedic relief, obviously, because there was no mm-hmm. no Tucker and Specs. Well, there was, but very briefly. Um, so she said, um, "My cooties are good cooties." Oh yeah. And uh, when she wanted to, he wanted to share the uh, the keyboard blowy thing, whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> the keyboard flute. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, the little. F- I'm sure Ryan knows what that's called. I'm sure like that guy that he likes with the curly hair plays that, you know, weird Al. I was like, I was like, Chris, how do you know I like guys with curly hair? <laughs> <laughs> um, another lame line is when stroppy dalton says at the funeral uh, dead people don't miss anything i was like "Ooh, he's edgy <laughs> oh, like that's never been thought or said before oh my goodness <laughs> uh dead people don't miss anything yeah that was one um there was another one uh death floods the mind with memory but there's always new ones to make oh, <laughs> deep. it's pretty fucking deeply winnell um you want to blow my hooter? That was another one from Chris. Uh, I'm going to have to remember that one as a child blind. Um, you should stick around. I might get drunk enough to find you attractive. Oh, yeah. Um, that was oh. good. Top tier dialogue. That's um, disgusting. It should never be said. And then, then, right, <laughs> the thing that really cracked me up in this was when um josh is doing like the memory game you know with the things on the window mm-hmm. and he's like lifting them up and then he's like doing it and he and he goes dalton 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 <laughs> he says it really weird i know he just like shouts the whole out scene dalton was just so just... bizarre and then it the whole dad was... yeah what was that let's talk I about that i didn't understand that because so when was the, the dad thing too like yeah man because it was almost like it follows, you know, where like in the background, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. it's like a shape of someone getting closer. And at first, movie. I was like, oh, I like that. Yeah, let's talk about it follows instead. That's sick. Yeah, that movie's <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought that was underused. Like they could have actually played with that little technique a bit more, and I thought that could have been good. But it just ended up being sort of like a dead end. It was like, oh, it was just a dad sort of what looking looking out for him. And and when when did the dad come along? I didn't understand the dad thing at all. I yeah, felt like I just slept on like part of the movie, or did they not include that in? I didn't understand it. Um, you know another terrible movie that I just watched too. Hmm. VHS ninety nine. Oh, that sucks! That movie. I didn't so even bad. finish it. It was so. Oh, it's terrible. My friend Daniel came over. And he put it on, and for the first, like, 20 minutes, we're looking at each other, and we're just like, is this the right <laughs> movie? And then it was like, oh, okay, blood, blood, gore, some. And then, again, it was like, and then we're just like, this movie. And it just kept going. And I was like, yeah. what is this? 
and Did finally you watch the he, punk one. The the punk one, one yeah, like with the girls. Punk, the punk bands. Yeah. yeah. We fin- we we stopped it at the um nineties kids show where the mom's like torturing that guy. Oh yeah, that was awful. Oh, I was like, uh, that was uh, so bad. Turn, turn it off. Like literally that movie made me almost wanna throw up anyways. Um Yeah, that that, that section, like that little bit with the the mom mm. like torturing the game show was so mm. bad. I fucking hated it. But yeah, we stopped actually, it. the last story you should have kept on for the last story because it was I wouldn't say I wouldn't say decent but it was it was like the best of a bad bunch like it was it was quite entertaining the last one was pretty entertaining we turned it Um, off and put on a triangle what's that it's a movie about the Bermuda Triangle (laughs) and like it's it's a 2009 movie so it has that 2009 vibe to it if you know what I mean like do you know there's like you, you'll know when you if you watch it but it was okay. decent i liked it it had the uh the wife the mom on the amiable horror with uh ryan reynolds oh yeah um i forgot what else she was in but it was okay i was like it maybe i'll check it out um i guess we we're pretty much done with whatever we were talking about the red door because <laughs> like, are we done with the red door? I, I've got I've got some stuff to say oh. about it. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, let's talk about something good. So the music, the music was good. I oh, mean, yeah. I, I I did like that. I I thought that Joseph Bishara wasn't returning to score it, but thankfully I was wrong, and he, he did. Um, really creepy music. Like as soon as the titles come on, I just started smiling. I was like, yes, we're back. You know, like. I just love the insidious music. It's just scary. So I like the music in it. That was good. Um, and that's about that's about that's about all I liked about it. Honestly, there wasn't much. I mean, favorite character. I've I've actually got down Chris as my favorite character. I, I just didn't really care she for was, anybody. She was like there for the comedic relief, and I'm sure a lot of people found it irritating. But I found her like. Quite endearing, and I quite liked her. I was like, I want to be Chris's friend. Like, and she was quite hot as well. So, I quite like Chris. She was fun. Um, I hated though. Like back onto, <laughs> back onto minuses, back onto um low lights straight away. But I, I hated that whole baby frat party thing. That was so Ugh. bad. What was I that about? Don't A even like bit? that kind of stuff. And I just. I, it just emphasized too much on that, and I was like, "This is pointless. There's nothing, yeah. absolutely nothing what was to the this." Point? There was literally no point. There wasn't even like a um, like a plot purpose at all. Like that was, it was just, why was it there? Like, and then Patrick Wilson was like, "Oh, you should join a frat part. You should join a, a frat, a fraternity." Because like, like, do you not freaking I, see I, your son right now? He's a little gothic boy sitting in the corner. Okay, he's not gonna go <laughs> being a frat. And then he did it as well. Like Ugh, I wouldn't, I would never. And the whole thing was just disgusting. I hated everything to do with it. I hated Nick the Dick. I know that's the point of him, but it wasn't even funny. Like I know that was like a big purpose for it to have a bit of levity and laugh at the misogynistic frat boy. And I just don't think date it, rape but... jokes like that are funny. Yeah. Or no. it's it's like they're just overdone. They've been done and overdone. 
I mean, all of these frat movies, all of these boy crazy movies, they're all that. And it's just like, eh. Scream 6 a... did it recently as well, very briefly. But I think yes, that was but... handled way better Scream than this, six. obviously. It's a beautiful movie. <laughs> Tell you what movie actually handled that whole scenario really well. Uh, Do Revenge. Um, yes. That was a great That movie. was actually really clever, the way they handled that. Um, that I'm whole scene. That movie. Again. Yeah, yeah. That, that took me off guard. That movie. It was quite entertaining. I saw this and I video. Love... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I love that girl in it that was in Riverdale. I've forgotten her name now. Um, oh, yeah. But she was she was really fucking good in that film. Like really impressed me. Um. Yeah. Good movie. What were you gonna say? I forgot. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I, lost, I stamped on your train of thought. Do you no ever watch? Um, do you ever watch Inside Out? You know the Pixar movie. Mm-mm. No. Oh man, you need to watch that. Like, but being an emotional, like, st- stable state to watch it because it's which like, is never. I mean, always. I'm always <laughs> extremely, extremely emotional. But it's like my f- favorite Pixar movie. It's so fucking good. I've um, been watching Taylor Swift video movie music videos and tiktoks for the past day and a half and i have been crying oh, a whole a whole lot no she's great my condolences no is she though yeah you're it missing out drastically overrated let's no, all just listen to lana del rey instead she's obviously the best she's really good on one of her irish songs on one of taylor's songs mm-hmm. anyways so i've just I've, I've been crying so much <laughs> so yeah. i don't know if i'll be prepared to watch that movie anytime soon. yeah no not for a long time, but when you do, let me know. And we need to talk about Inside Out. But the only reason why I said that is because there's like a train of thought gag. Digressing massively. Okay, let's get back to the red door. Um, notes on the red door, let's see. I've just got the plot wasn't interesting as well. Like, it, there was just no, I said it before, there was no hook. Like, we all know about the red door, right? And we know all about, the further an astral projection and the past that Josh and Dalton forgot. So we all know that, but they don't. And that's it. That's literally the plot. It's, we're just watching them find out what we already know. And, and that's not it's, entertaining. It's not entertaining. And it's frustrating because, like, the mom knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's aware of all of this stuff that happened. And she's just going on through her life. do 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 And I'm like, like... What is she doing in this movie? Like, it's just... You're the one that wanted him hypnotized. Why did? Why are y'all broken up? What happened? Yeah. And then Mover. we get a flashback scene of, like, the bit when he goes crazy at the end in Insidious 2 with the hammer and goes in the basement... Mm-hmm. And it goes on for so long. It's like, yeah, we know we've watched the movie. Like, obviously, we've seen it through Dalton as an adult now, like his eyes and whatever. But to be honest, I'd rather a flashback of like what happened between them breaking up and like what I don't know. I, we just don't need to see that shit again. And like, there was nothing new. What was like, the whole was point? Nothing. Okay, so then and then you do the whole hypnotic paint thing where he opens the door and then. All of a sudden, he just paints black and it closes the door. What? <laughs> Excuse me? Who wrote this movie? Yeah. Lee Winnell. 
Luminal, sir, we need to have a discussion. Uh, I mean, there is actually someone did the screenplay. Sorry, I don't understand what that means. I don't know what the difference is. Lee Winnell came up with the story and then someone else did the screenplay. I think they were associated with Halloween Kills as well. <gasps> did the screenplay. Um, going around killing all these franchises. I, I don't know enough about what the screenplay writer does to There's make an informed judgment. But, but yeah, I just, I hated the plot. I found it so uninteresting and just... You got like just one watched. second of the monster. The lipstick face demon. Yeah. Like, you, like one second. Like what the fuck? Like there's this big thing. Oh, he's back. And then and, and that's it. He just pops up. We don't know why. He's still in his weird place. And like there's nothing new. Like we just watch them remember what they forgot. We got lipstick face demon for five seconds and then the end. It was like, okay, what was the point of this? There was literally no point. And it just took too long to get to the point, though. Know, there was no was, point, but it took too long so to get tired. to that. Like, the whole movie was just a setup for the last, like, 15 minutes, and it wasn't even worth it. Like, I know I just described, like, every A24 film, but <laughs> at least those movies are good. Like, they keep you hooked. There's, well, there's intrigue there. There's cool cinematography, good acting, etc. But this was just not worth it. Like, it was just a really dull movie with no levity. I really missed Tucker and Specs as well. Like, it was going, I was like, what's missing? I was like, oh, yeah, those doofuses. And obviously, you know, um, Lynn Shea's character. And then they made this cameo. It was like an hour in. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the the theater I saw it in everyone cheered when they came up, um and like you know people were like laughing at them and like whooping when Elise's picture popped up and I was like yes like they're here and then it was like oh they're gone it was <laughs> that was it they weren't actually in the movie it was just a little cameo what did you think when you saw them I was like oh okay. <laughs> Oh no! I'm just you kidding. I like seeing Elise. See uh, speaking of Elise, I watched that movie that her and Tobin Bell are in as married couple. Do you know What's what I'm talking this? about? I've not heard of this. No, it's called The Call, mm. and um, it's on Shudder, I believe. But I just recently watched it, and it was like good. It was good and bad. It was really weird. Like the concept of it was really cool, and. Like, there were scenes that were really cool, but, like, there were some scenes that really took, like, it was, like, the kids were really bad at acting. It was really weird. Hmm. Of course, she does really well, you know, obviously. She's, and she gets, like, dressed up in, like, like, gore, like, um, deathy makeup. Like, she looks like a demon. Like, black mouth and everything. She kind of looks cool. Interesting. I gotta check that out. It's called The Call. Cool. It's, okay, cool. I think it came out last year or the year before. I don't remember. Check it out. Um, where are we up to? Let's talk about our favorite scene. Can we pick one out that we like? Mm, um, I like it. We just whenever he's doing the art. Just, okay. I love that. I I have like that kind of stuff. I could just watch all day long. You're just an artist, so you like. You like watching other artists make art, art, <laughs> artist. artist stuff. Artist. 
Um, I'm an artist. Do you find it therapeutic? Okay, I am to, not an artist. Watch people. Yeah. Do you find do. it therapeutic to watch people draw? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I love that kind of I stuff. Don't. Painting, drawing. I find it quite frustrating. Um. I'm just like, well, just just get it over with. Just finish it. <laughs> no, it's just so good. I love it. I could watch it forever. My favorite scene was one of the very few scares, and I thought it was the only decent scary scene. And it was the CT scan scene. Oh, no. I see. I blocked that out of my head. I didn't even write about it because I can't. I can't talk about that. Like, that's really, like, pure panic attack inducing, like, the claustrophobia bit. And then he was like, let me out. And he starts panicking. I was like, oh, shit. It was giving me, like, descent vibes. Yes. When I watch that movie, I get really freaked out because, oh, my God, it's horrible. I started freaking out in that like, one on VHS 99 where they bury that girl. Oh, yeah. And then they yeah, have those yeah. fucking <laughs> spiders in there. Yeah. I, like, literally looked at my friend. And I got up and I started walking pacing around the room. I was like, I cannot fucking watch this. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's not yeah, that bad. Shit I was like, like that. It is. I was like, no. And so when shit I was watching like that. that me. Ooh. So that I had an MRI good. like that. Not necessarily like that once, but my head was... Like, I had to get one on my jaw, so they had to, like, strap my neck oh, down. Oh, no. That's horrible. And I wasn't allowed to... I get freaked to... out. Like... Yeah, I like... I get freaked out if, if I can't take a, a sweater off and it's, like, too I know, I do, too. My neck and... But at the time, <laughs> I had such bad jaw issues. Like, my jaw would literally, like, pop mm. out of place and get stuck, and I couldn't move. Um, Did you look like a Canadian from South Park? Sorry kind to of. make a really terrible joke of your... <laughs> A terrible so, health condition. Anyway, yeah, but I went and I did that and I cried the entire time because I was freaking out because mm. I wasn't allowed to swallow, can't do anything, and I just was like, literally just having the worst panic attack of my life. I don't remember how old I was. I was probably like fourteen, maybe. Uh, yeah. So the CT scan scene was panic-inducing and terrifying. Terrible. Like I said, and... I didn't even write about it because it just I blocked it. <laughs> yeah, it was scary because when that guy popped up, like who was that guy? I don't know. It was some scary guy with a comb over, and it freaked me out. Um, Could you imagine? But yeah, Could I quite like. Fucking that. imagine if you were. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't even imagine. <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, that was like that was the only thing that I picked up on that I thought was pretty good. Um, and obviously, we've already touched on it when the credits rolled. Um, not only because it was the end of the movie, but that song, that ghost song, man, when that starts playing, I was like, oh, yes. Dude, that song's so hot. It's so hot. It's so, that's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> that's hot. It was originally by Shakespeare's sister, right? That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so that, that, that song is amazing. It gives me chills and a boner at the same time. It gives me a chilly, <laughs> chilly a <chowner>. willy bag. <laughs> that sounds too much like a, a choder. Um, I prefer the term chilly willy. Um, <laughs> that's my new nickname. That's my rap name. <laughs> Oh man, this is well and truly our fiftieth episode. We've been doing this far too long, and people are listening to this. 
this is this is a conversation that shouldn't be broadcast. I'm so sorry. Um, what else? Uh, good stuff. I oh, know there's no good stuff. It, it no was good shit. Stuff. Shit movie. Um, there, there wasn't no enough stuff scary. In our lives. No good stuff. There's enough scary set pieces either. Like you know when no. there's like they have these set pieces in these movies and they're, they're good, but there was none of them. Like, and as well, I got a note here that says Stranger Things has a lot to answer for for the fairy lights gimmick. Like that gets used so much now mm-hmm. in like horror movies. Like the Boogeyman did it recently, um, which I do not recommend. Shit movie. Uh, but Is that they the did one that with, with like. The really beautiful little person from Yellow Jackets. What's her name? What's that I don't actress's know. name? I really I think know. she's pretty. But it came out recently and yeah, I was disappointed with that because I thought the trailer looked good, but it was such a boring film and they used like a scary lighting set piece like that. Um, I think it was like glow sticks or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I usually like stuff like that because I, I like lighting like that but it gets used a lot now i feel it does get used yeah. a lot but yeah i think i think that's it unless you've got anything to add should we do overall thoughts overall thoughts <laughs> with a thumbs down yeah same for me i'm really disappointed honestly because i had high hopes for this but it was just a pointless cash in and just drivel, in my opinion. Um, and I say, in my opinion, I stress that. Um, again, please don't hate us for hating on this movie. We don't want to hate a film ever. We want to love everything we watch. But I'm sorry, this wasn't for wasn't for us. But Patrick Daddy Wilson, we still love you. And you um, sing really, really well. Yeah. And I will have you sing. <laughs> me a song one day (laughs) (laughs) i'll give you my phone number and you can leave me a voicemail with you singing please i'll just call you up and do an impression (laughs) that'd be great could you i don't even think oh so side note i've been listening to that that was pretty scary podcast on the mormon network and it has beautiful freddie prince jr in it are on it and mm. they talked about insidious recently and they were making fun of the way that patrick wilson not really making fun of but talking about the way patrick wilson talks in that movie and how he mm. they um say that he sounds like dan Aykroyd in ghostbusters hmm. you you probably knew this but i didn't that dan that ghostbusters now you say it yeah. loosely based off of Dan Aykroyd's brother, who is an actual paranormal ghost investigator. Mm, I did not Dan know that. Ack- I was like, my mind was, bl- I was like, this is why I really like listening to this podcast because they have celebrities on there and celebrities can tell me all this cool stuff. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. That's so sick. I was like, that was, a- and and so it was just a really weird, like, kind of tan- like connection that they made between mm. Ghostbusters and um, The Conjuring. So. Love it. But yeah. And the other host is actually like best friends with James Wan. Who is? Like they, they, uh, was Daniel Lee Brody, I think is his name. He's like a, I think he's like a writer and director too. But he, they said that they were trying to get James Wan to be on the podcast for The Conjuring because it was the 10 year anniversary of the release too. And they just couldn't make it work. But they said yeah. they'll have him on soon. 
So, or maybe malignant. That'd be dope. But yeah, um, Red Door, don't recommend it. And I don't know who would enjoy this because, like, it's not entertaining for Insidious fans. And if you hadn't seen the other Insidious movies, I don't think it would be for you either. Like, I can't see this being interesting for newcomers to the franchise. Like, if you if you don't if you haven't seen any of the others, like, I can't see you enjoying this. And if you are a fan of the others, I can't see you enjoying this. So I don't <laughs> I don't know who it's for because um, it's not a good standalone watch. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm-mm. it's you do need to it's watch confusing. one and two. Um, but yeah, just just pointless. And I honestly think I was way too harsh on Insidious three and four because those are like masterpieces compared to this. <laughs> Like, I wish I could, like, go back and do those episodes again because I was, like, extremely harsh on them because this is a shit film. Those aren't really. They're actually pretty okay. Um, But it's weird because I wanted to see more of the Lambert story again, but it turns out that I guess I didn't. Like, maybe they've done all they can with them. Like, but they've done all they can with the Elisa story too in Sidious 3 and 4, so... I'm like, that's why at the top of the episode, I was like, well, maybe they should stop with these films now because what more is there to do with it? Like, they've really exhausted everything. But, yeah, I just found it not engaging, not interesting, and not even entertaining. And I just don't think you'll remember this movie at all. I mean, I've already forgotten it. Like, a few days later, (laughs) and I've already forgotten it. Like. Like, I woke up the next day afterwards, and I was like, oh, yeah, I watched that film. Like, what the fuck happened? It was just, like, so throwaway. And as an Insidious fan, I was disappointed. Um, rankings of the Insidious franchise, really easy for me. One, two, three, four, five. Like, they get worse as they go on, in my opinion. What do you think for you? Well, at first, I thought... Okay, maybe this movie wasn't really that bad. But, like, the more I sat on it and the more, when I started writing about it especially, I was like, no, this movie's terrible. So, yeah, yeah I'd probably be one, two, four, three, five. Nice. It uh, was one, best... two, five. But then I was like, no, I changed my mind. Yeah. Best James One film in general for me still remains the first instance. Conjuring. Well, we we can't talk about the conjuring yet. It's not counting. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> it's just the one. Delete we've that. Done. We didn't talk about that. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> what was it for you? Insidious or Saw? I think you. I think you said Insidious, right? It's the best one so far. Mhm. Insid- oh yeah, yeah, Insidious for sure. Definitely. Um, I wanted to watch the second uh, Conjuring today, but I don't want to pay three dollars. Just wait. We'll get there. We'll get there. I know. Um, what movie are we doing next? Next episode, we're going to be starting on the Conjuring franchise. However, we are doing it in story chronological order. So right back from the very beginning, we're going to be starting with The Nun because that's the oldest in that's the timeline. Right. We're doing The Nun, okay. Um, it's old, old-fashioned time. The, the, you know, the second Nun actually looks like it could potentially be really good. I'm stoked um, for the second nun. I'm gonna rewatch. Really I'm gonna rewatch scary. the nun because um, well, I watched because we're talking it. about it next episode. <laughs> well, no, I, I watched it, but I remember I watched it whenever I was going through the other stuff that I went through at the beginning of June. 
the dark times. <laughs> We're still in dark times, brother. My brother in Christ. <laughs> um. <laughs> They're just slightly different shades of dark. Yeah, right now it's like poop brown dark. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. We should probably uh, stop talking. <laughs> Yeah, let's uh, let's peace out. Um, oh, wait, thank you, every. I was gonna say, let's thank people. Yeah, let's thank people because that's, that's cool. people are paying to listen to this shit. Like, would you believe it? <laughs> no, thank I you don't. So much. It. Why? For all the people that are still supporting us on Patreon. But by the way, I did want to say a special thank you to everyone that's still supporting us. I know a few people have dipped out. That's totally understandable. We've yeah, not totally had much on there recently. Both of us have been in some weird, weird places, physically, mentally, in in the world, Absolutely. different places as well. <laughs> so it's been really difficult to keep on top of um, doing the Patreon, um, which is actually down at the moment. I checked it before, and there's no Patreon, so I don't know what's happened to it. I'm sure it'll come back. It must just be a server issue. But yeah, a, a special heartfelt thank you to everyone that is still with us on there. We will be releasing more stuff on there. We've got some stuff in the bank i've literally just not had a chance to sort it all out ashley's got some stuff lined up to record as well so we will be putting more content out on there we promise just for you guys that are, are supporting us but endless love to you all we love you um so who's, who's still supporting us let's see what are the names i mean we know the usual suspects We've got ryan, ryan. We've got field mouse Feel nicole uh, Vincent, Wade, Vincent. Ash. And Wade. Oh, Ash still? Uh, I thought he would have tootalooed a long time ago. <laughs> no, Ash is, Ash is a ride or die. He's been there from the beginning. Uh, Francesco, our beautiful friend, go and support him at Pretty Face. He's making this totally awesome slasher movie. Cannot wait. Go and support him. He's got the chicken from Friday 13th Part 2. Like, what the fuck? Like, the... Brown panty girl, like Laura Marie Taylor. Have you seen this? Like she's mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah, I saw like, that. One like Francesco, this is sick, man. I can't wait to see this movie. Um, and he actually dressed up as Jason, part two Jason, with the sack head and everything, and got pictures with her. Like he is living the slasher dream right now. Like, bro, love you endlessly. So good. Um, and Oliver, our boy Oliver. Um, and of course, our producer, Kyle. He's still our boss. Kyle he is still loves still, us. He still loves us more than ever. It's just like um, I text him every once in a while. I'm like, hey, dude, we're, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, I'm just, just going through some stuff, and uh, just yeah. gotta, gotta bear with me. Yeah, no, but we're, st- we're still we're still here. We still love all our Patreons and everyone that listens, and and we yeah really appreciate like the figures from the last episode. I don't understand why Insidious Three got such a response because it's not the best movie, and it was a really random maybe, podcast talking about other maybe things. They just love us. Maybe I'm very and interested for who to see we the figures are. on this one. Maybe that's probably not <laughs> it, but a girl can dream. But yeah, enough of the love. But also, we love you for two years, Christopher. I love yeah, you. happy two, two years. years. Thank man. you to everyone that's been listening for two years. Even if you don't support us on the Patreon, 
and we've never interacted with you, but you listen all the time. Honestly, or even if you listen once, thank you. Bottom of our cold, dead, spoopy hearts. Thank you. We love you. And um, here's to another two years, another 50 episodes. I wish I had a beer right uh, now because then I'd cheers you. I, I have one. Uh, let's let's do a virtual cheers. Um, okay, I'll pretend beer. I have empty water bottle. Cheers, my okay. brother in Christ. Cheers. <laughs> cheers, dude. Cheers, everyone, for listening, supporting. We love you all, and we'll see you on the next episode. Um, and remember, the further you travel, the riskier the journey becomes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>